All right, so uh, here in just a little bit, uh, we're going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. Uh, that's going to be our, our main scripture this morning, our, our main text. So if you want to go ahead and uh, turn to there. So, All right, so uh, we are now in the month of February. Who's excited about that? All right, it's, it's the month of February. Um, you know, Valentine's is, is coming up uh, in, in just in 10 days, as, as a matter of fact. Super Bowl is happening one week from today. So who is going for San Francisco 49ers? All right. Oh, man, just a couple. I really don't have, oh, maybe three. Sue raised her hand. Um, how about uh, the Kansas City Chiefs? All right, more, more hands for Kansas City. All right, um, Usher, uh, I think, is doing the halftime show this year. Uh, Reba McIntyre is doing the national anthem. Um, so and, uh, who likes the commercials during the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, Super Bowl commercials are great. Um, hey, speaking of commercials, which I think what I saw this past week is also going to be seen uh, during the commercial time of the Super Bowl, but I'm excited about March 22nd, because that's when the next Ghostbusters movie comes out, and uh, so they're going to put that trailer, that preview, as one of the commercials during the Super Bowl. When you guys see that, you know, oh, this is what Lance was talking about. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, back to February. Um, I know here in just a few weeks, um, Seth is taking some of our teens uh, to CCYC or, or the Carolina Christian Youth Conference uh, over in Winston-Salem. Uh, maybe you have a, a wedding anniversary coming up this month. Um, and, and speaking of which, uh, I know last week the big announcement uh, for Michael and, and Helen that they're getting married uh, the 16th of this month. So, hey, let's congratulate them again. <laughs> uh, and maybe you have a birthday coming up th this month. I know someone uh, uh, very close to me has a birthday uh, in, in, what's today, the 4th? Man, I went to Bible college. Uh, I'm not good with math. Uh, so the 21st uh, is my wife Erin's birthday. So, uh, and we have a Wednesday night that night. So heads up, heads up there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it's February. It's the second month of 2024. Um, but it sounds like there's a lot of events or stuff to look forward to uh, this new month. Um, and, you know, when I took the stage just a, a bit ago, I told you how Seth and Aaron and I, uh, we were going, or after church this morning, we were going uh, down to S Savannah, Georgia for a conference. And uh, like I said, we'll be back in time uh, for Wednesday night programming this week, but because I'm gone much of the week uh, this week, uh, next Sunday, one week from today, uh, our good friend Dean Owens uh, will be coming to bring God's word to us. Uh, Dean was a former youth minister here at Stony Brook uh, several years ago, and he's been a, a campus minister for CCF, Campus Christian Fellowship, for the last several years. Um, so we're looking forward to having Dean uh, back with us. Uh, we can check on Dean. Uh, a lot of us know that Dean has been fighting cancer. 
um, so we can check on him, check in with his health. And, uh, but we're looking forward to him being here up on the stage uh, next week to bring us a message uh, from God's Word. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's right, Diane. Uh, yeah, so I will say it since I was called out about it. Uh, but uh, Dean is at the University of North Carolina um, in Chapel Hill. Oh, my stomach. Oh, my goodness. So let's move on. Um, but since Dean will be here next week, hey, for the month of February, I just thought it, was, it would be good uh, to not do a series uh, this month, okay? Uh, so uh, every Sunday uh, with Dean's sermon and the other three that I'm going to be uh, bringing to you uh, from God's Word, I like to call them standalone sermons. So they're all going to be on a different topic or a different uh, scripture passage. But, uh, you know, maybe that's your speed, and, and that's great. Uh, but um, for the month of February, that's what we're going to have, standalone sermons, okay? So, but God is going to be with each and every message. So are you ready? All right, well, that's good, that's good. All right, so for today's sermon, I, was, I, I got to thinking about early this past week, you know, why I wanted to preach on. And uh, I got to thinking about February 2nd, which was just a couple of days ago. And uh, I got to think uh, uh, about a certain holiday that fell on that particular day. What holiday is February 2nd? Groundhog, Groundhog Day. So uh, the groundhog, Phil, uh, saw his shadow. Or he didn't see his shadow. He didn't see his shadow. So that means what? Early spring. Early spring. Okay, but if he saw his shadow, that would be uh, more winter, six more weeks of winter. Uh, but yeah, Groundhog Day, uh, you know, some people celebrated it, I guess, uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, but right now, my brain is going to that movie, Groundhog Day, uh, with Bill Murray. And uh, he plays a, a guy, a weatherman uh, named Phil Connors uh, in that movie, where he gets caught up living the same day over and over again, and that day was February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Hmm, deja vu, deja vu, living the same day over and over again. And, uh, you know, just thinking a little bit about that movie, I, I like it how every single morning he gets woken up by the little radio alarm clock next to him playing Sonny and Shares, I got you, babe. <laughs> Now, how many of you guys would enjoy that? Every single day, Sonny and Cher's I Got You Babe plan to wake you up. <laughs> oh, man, good times. But, uh, but yeah, deja vu, that's what I decided to talk about today, deja vu. You know, it's a phenomenon that I believe many of us have experienced some form of deja vu in our life. Raise your hand right now if you've experienced deja vu before. Yeah, it's so it's so weird. Like it's an eerie sensation um, when we feel like we've lived a moment before, as if we're tra traversing a path that we've already walked down or been down before. It's so crazy. Like sometimes I will dream something, and then the same thing that I dreamed about happened in real life. So nuts. Okay, but uh, but like I said, with deja vu in mind, it's so eerie sometimes. Actually, all the time. It's so eerie. It's so weird. Just thinking that you have been in that very moment before. 
But this morning, I want to ask you the question, uh, could there be a spiritual significance in these seemingly ordinary occurrences? Could there be spiritual significance behind something like deja vu? Let's look at our main text, our main scripture this morning. And uh, it's from the book of Ecclesiastes, like I told y'all, chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. So I want you to fill in the blank. I'm going to go over this one more time. What has been will be what? What has been done will be done what? So this is something that we need to, to think about, especially, you know, with the, the, the theme or the topic of deja vu in mind. Looking at the big idea this week, it says, In the tapestry of our lives, deja vu threads its way through moments of both mundane and profound. Yet in its repeti- repetition, It carries whispers of deeper truths and spiritual reflections. So this morning, let us journey together into the hearts of deja vu. And let us discern the lessons or the reflections that deja vu offers. The first reflection that I want us to look at is divine promptings. Divine promptings. In the midst of our busy lives, uh, amidst a rush of daily routines and the uproar of worldly distractions, God often speaks to us in the quiet whispers of what we are talking about or looking at today, deja vu. These moments of eeriness, when the present echoes the past, it serves as divine promptings, inviting us to just pause to to ponder and to perceive the subtle moments of God's hand, God's work in our lives. You ever think like that? That God uses something like deja vu to put his hand to show us that, hey, he is working in our lives. Consider the times when deja vu has enveloped you When you stood on the threshold of a moment that feels achingly familiar. In these moments, in those instances, could it be that God is just gently nudging you, tapping you on the shoulder, maybe even beckoning you to pay heed to the sacredness that is there in the present? Perhaps, or maybe, he's just calling you to recognize that his presence is there. That his presence is the seemingly ordinary occurrences uh, that populate your daily existence. Maybe it does happen to you over and over again. But maybe it's just God telling you that his presence is there. Divine prompting through deja vu is not confined to magnificent revelations or even earth-shattering epiphanies. Rather, it manifests the gentle whispers of the everyday and the tender moments 
when the veil between the temporal and the uh, eternal grows thin. It may come as a fleeting sensation, a subtle stirring of the soul, or even a sudden clarity that pierces the veil of something familiar. My friends, as we navigate the twisting quarters of life, let us train our hearts to discern the divine promptings embedded with the tapestry of deja vu. Let us cultivate a, a spirit of attentiveness, attuning our senses to the subtle movements of God's awesome Holy Spirit, which whispers truth. His spirit, it, it whispers wisdom, and his spirit whispers even guidance into the depths of our being, of who we are. For just as God spoke to the prophet Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19, in the stillness of a gentle whisper, so too does God speak to us. He speaks to you and I in the echoes of deja vu. You know, it's in these quiet moments of recognition when the past collides with the present, that we are invited to listen. We are invited to, to lean in and to learn from the lessons embedded within the fabric of time. So Stony Brook, as you encounter the familiar echoes, when things seem to happen over and over Again, in the days and in the weeks to come, may you perceive them not as mere coincidences, but as sacred invitations. Say invitations. To encounter the divine presence in your midst or wherever it is you are. Whatever it is that you're doing. May you heed the whispers of God's voice, which reverberate through the quarters of your soul, guiding you even closer to the heart of God. Also, one more thing, talking about divine promptings. Even in the midst of your life, you know, it may be mundane or feel the same. You're just going through the routine. May you walk in assurance that God is at work, even in those normal, like, everyday things that you got to do times. Think that God is at work, okay? And my friends, he is orchestrating divine encounters, weaving together the threads of your life with purpose, with meaning, and unimaginable grace. You know, this is just one reflection of deja vu. But this one reflection is getting me excited. Uh, it's like... I want deja vu, I want a, a sense of deja vu to happen right now. So it would be like, oh, God, is that you? But let's think about that when those times occur and when those times happen in our lives. And, and maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you're ready for a moment of deja vu to happen. But there's two more reflections that we're going to take a look at today. Uh, the second one, uh, we need to look at the lessons from the past. Lessons from the past. 
And the timeless wisdom of our main text this morning, Ecclesiastes 1 and verse 9, uh, we are reminded, you know, what has been will be what? Again. And what has been done will be done what? Again. You know, the, the, the author of Ecclesiastes, he also tells us that there is nothing new under the sun. This verse it encapsulates the uh, cyclical nature of human existence. It echoes themes and it echoes patterns that repeat or things that just show up over and over again through the quarters of life or through the quarters of time. As we navigate the currents of life, deja vu emerges as a touching reminder of this eternal truth. It invites us to glean wisdom, to learn lessons from the echoes of our past. In the tapestry of our lives, deja vu threads its way through moments mundane and profound. We talked a lot about this in, in the first reflection today. But through these moments, deja vu serves as a mirror that reflects the patterns and the, and the rhythms of our journey, of our walk throughout this life. It's in these moments of being freaked out a little bit, because that's what deja vu sometimes does to us. It freaks us out. But in these moments, because it seems like something is happening over and over again and again, it's in these moments that the present collides with the past, echoes of the past, if you will, that are presented with a sacred opportunity to discern the lessons embedded within the, the fabric of time. Think about the, re the, the recurring themes that manifest in the tapestry of your own life. The patterns of behavior, the cycles of triumph, and also those of tribulation and the echoes of both joy and sorrow. These things happen in our lives. But in the ultra-fine or precise whispers of deja vu, could it be God? Could it be God? That's That God is inviting you to pause, to reflect, and learn from the pages of your own history. Like I said, maybe it's your behavior. Maybe it's the cycles of triumph and the times of tribulation that you personally have gone through and suffered with. Or maybe it's just the joy and the sorrow. It's in that repetition and what deja vu does. It's in that cycle lies the potential for introspection and also growth. It beckons you and I to confront our past with honesty and also with humility. We must acknowledge both our triumphs and our failures, our victories, and also, my friends, our defeats. The repetition challenges us to glean wisdom from the wellspring of experience to extract pearls of insight from the sands of time. As we journey forward, 
Let us heed the lessons of our history, of, of history in itself. Learning from the footprints that have marked our past. Let us embrace the wisdom that emerges from the echoes of deja vu, recognizing that within its familiar embrace lies the opportunity for transformation and also renewal. You know, we've heard this a lot, but we can learn from our past. But, you know, I want to remind you of something, too. And, you know, I feel like when I tell folks this, I see like some kind of gigantic weight just lifted off of their shoulders when I tell people this. But your past does not define you. Your past does not define you. But I'll tell you what it does do. You know, our past, it serves as a compass that guides you toward a future illuminated just brightly with a big-time light by the light of God's incredible grace. For in the tapestry of eternity, and just thinking with eternity in mind, every moment, every single experience, every instance even of deja vu, it finds its rightful place, woven together with threads of purpose and meaning by the hand of our Creator, which is Almighty God. So as we wrap up this particular reflection on lessons from our past, as we encounter moments of deja vu in our lives, let's not uh, approach them with anxiety or approach them with fear, but with reverence and with awe. May we embrace the lessons embedded within their familiar embrace, and may we journey forward with wisdom and with courage and with unwavering faith. A lesson learned, I hope. A lesson learned, I pray. But don't let the past scare you. Like I said, it doesn't define you. God doesn't necessarily care about your past. He cares about where you're going to end up. So remember that. Don't be anxious. Don't be fearful. But conquer them with your faith, with your wisdom, and also conquer them with courage. And finally this morning, let's look at the reflection of eternal perspectives. Eternal perspectives. In the makeup of our lives. You know, deja vu serves as an indefinite reminder of our place within the splendor of eternity. It's in these eerie, familiar moments when the echoes of the past re reverberate through the corridors of our life, our existence, that we are invited to adopt eternal perspectives to gaze beyond the confines of both time and space and to behold the unfolding of God's divine plan. I want you to consider the vast expanse of eternity. Have you ever like just stopped thinking about heaven, thinking about eternity 
just maybe close your eyes and try to imagine how long eternity is. A little something extra. Are you familiar, familiar with Francis Chan? Okay. I, I saw uh, a message that Francis uh, spoke one time, and he had a rope in his hand. And at the very end of the rope, it was painted red, right at the very tip of the rope. And in the video or in this message I was watching, you saw the rope fall down to the floor and went off screen somewhere. But he used that rope to explain eternity. I don't even know the people in the crowd and the audience saw where the, the rope ended up. But that little part, that little portion painted red, was our life. The life that your average human being leaves, or lives here on earth. And the rest of the rope represented eternity. But maybe you've you thought about eternity, or maybe it's hard to think about eternity because it's just going to keep going on and on and on and on, year after year, day after day. It's just going to go. But consider the vast expanse of eternity where boundaries between past, present, and future, they dissolve into the timeless embrace of God's sovereignty. You know, when, when the moments of deja vu happen in our lives, could it be that God is just motioning for us to lift our eyes beyond the temporal beyond the temporary, beyond this life even, to fix our gaze upon the enduring promises of his love and also his redemption. Hopefully you heard me, but we need to fix our gaze. We need to fix our eyes on things not here, of this world, of this earth. But we need to fix our eyes on things that are eternal, which are the enduring promises of God's love and redemption. You know, talking about this, uh, when I was typing out my sermon today, or this week, um, you know, the book of Hebrews 12, Hebrews chapter 12, and the first couple of verses kept coming to me. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 you know, basically says what I've just been talking about. You know, Hebrews 12, the writer says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perse perseverance the race that is marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. The things that hinder, the sin that so easily entangles. You know, I'm talking about the, the temporary, the things here of this world. The Hebrews writer says that we need to throw off all of this 
And we need to fix our gaze or fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. You know, in the midst of life's fleeting moments, deja vu serves as a sacred reminder of the eternal truths that anchor our souls. It's a testament to the steadfastness of God's presence, which transcends the boundaries of time and space, weaving the threads of our lives into a rich tapestry, the rich making of His, talking about God's divine purpose. As you and I, we journey through the maze of you know, this life, of the life that we do have here on this earth, let us embrace each and every moment as a sacred gift, saturated with the presence and, and, and the purpose of our Creator. God has given it to us for a reason. Let us cultivate a spirit of awe and also wonder, uh, attuning our hearts to the whispers of eternity that echo throughout the quarters of our souls. In the light of eternity, in every single moment, every single experience, every instance of this thing, deja vu, it finds its rightful place woven or threaded together with threads of grace and threads of meaning by the hand of the loving and created, uh, creating God, the one true God who would put everything into existence and where it needs to be. It's in the eternal perspective that we find comfort amidst the trials and the tribulations that we experience here of this, in this life. Knowing that our journey, our earthly walk, is guided by the hand of the one who sees beyond time and beyond space of what's going on here. God knows the end where we don't. So as we wrap up this particular, this last reflection, as you encounter the echoes, the times of deja vu, may you embrace them as sacred invitations to encounter the presence of God in your midst, in your life, right where it is that you are. May you walk in the assurance that even in the midst of the mundane, God is at work. I've tried to tell you that today. In the midst of things that's happening, your daily routine, God is at work. And he's orchestrating divine encounters and, and weaving and sewing together the threads of your life with things like purpose. Sewing together, sewing together meaning in your life and also grace, a grace so big that we can't even imagine it. May your hearts be filled with a peace that surpasses all understanding. And may you journey forward with hope, with courage, with unwavering faith, just knowing that you are held in the loving embrace of an internal, eternal, I should say, God. We are held by the loving embrace of an eternal God. You know, to close this morning, you know, I got to thinking, <laughs> you don't really hear a lot of sermons about deja vu. <laughs> uh, you really don't. 
But uh, as we've talked about this, mor- uh, this morning, maybe God does give it or put it, puts it in our lives as a tool so we can reflect and we can think about the three things that we talked about today. You know, as we draw our reflections of, the, of Deja Vu to a close, uh, let us carry with us the profound truths unveiled in what we have explored today. May we walk forth from this sacred space, from this church building, with hearts attuned to the whispers of God's presence, recognizing his handiwork and familiar echoes that punctuate, that puncture our, our lives. You know, I pray, too, that, that we can embrace each and every moment as a divine encounter. Whatever happens to you, you know, think about it as a divine encounter with God. Think about it as an opportunity to, to glimpse the eternal perspectives that infuse our existence with purpose and also with meaning. As we journey forward, may the echoes, the moments of deja vu serve as signposts on a path to a deeper communion with our Creator, guiding us even closer to the loving heart of God. You know, speaking of signposts, do you guys ever get excited when you start seeing signs for places that you're traveling to? Maybe like four hours down the road, down 95. I'm like, man, am I going to see Savannah, Georgia signs? <laughs> um, man, it's, it's just great. You know, you're, you're on the road and you're trying to get to this and that place. But when you start seeing signposts or signs that that place is 30 miles uh, away, or if you're looking at a GPS, man, when I get under an hour, we are getting there. But um, a quick example for, for my joy when it comes to signposts is this. Uh, are you familiar with these signs? Okay, this is like when you're on 64 going up towards the Outer Banks, and you cross that big bridge, and you see these signs. So the one furthest to the left is Southern uh, Shores and Duck, uh, Corolla, uh, just a sign that says Beaches, Kitty Hawk, Kill Devil Hills, Nags Head is the middle one. Uh, so, yeah, um, I've seen some memes <laughs> uh, floating around social media and stuff with this, uh, that people are saying, once you see these signs, it's time to relax, okay? Um, but uh, th- this brings joy to me, this particular signpost here, uh, as I-, I know it's about time for me to relax when I see pictured signs. <laughs> so... Um, But maybe that's what deja vu is. It's some kind of sign system or signpost to draw us closer to God. So may his peace, his wisdom, and his love brightly illuminate our way. Every single one of us. Now, here in this life, and also in that eternity to come. Let's pray. God, I, I just thank you so much for um, this sermon, this talk today. Um, never really thought of deja vu um, with all of this in mind, the three things that we've looked at. 
But God, just as with anything, you are alive, you are active, you are pointing us in this, that, and other directions, and you just use things, God, to make us think. So hopefully, through this talk today, each and every single one of us, when things happen over and over, and we have this sense of deja vu in in our lives, maybe we'll stop and we'll pause and we'll just think about this sermon in early February and how you've given us this thought. And hopefully we'll be we'll smile and we'll be reminded of the reflections that we've looked at and we've talked about this morning. Thank you for each and everything, God, that you have put in our lives. We appreciate that. God, we know that this life is just temporary. But we look forward to the eternal life. If we choose to accept and follow and just live by what your son Jesus wants us to do and and live for. God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that you sent him to this earth to die for us. And we thank you so much that he conquered death. And because of that and believing in that, God, we, we, hopefully all of us, God, we are looking forward to the day that we can spend eternity in the, in the realms of heaven. Thank you again for this talk today. And just be with us now. God, we love you and pray all this in your name. Amen. <clears throat> hey, I was just talking about or praying about heaven and the eternity there. But my friends, there's another place. It's called hell. Some people are going to spend eternity there. Torture, pain, sorrow, list goes on and on in darkness. You know, we want to spend eternity in heaven. We don't want to torture or have torture or go through the other, the opposite extreme in hell. So, if you have any kind of decision to make, Hopefully, you know where your heart is. Hopefully, you you know that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. But some of you, you may have some doubts. Hey, this morning, let me invite you just to come forward during this closing song that we're about to do. And um, let me talk with you. Okay? But uh, eternity, it's going to be a long time. There's no end to it. But are you ready to spend eternity in heaven? Think about what I talked to you about today. Just something. Deja vu. Maybe you hadn't thought about it in that way. But maybe you will from this point on. Let's stand together. If you need to talk, come see me.